You see, Jason was my son. And today is his birthday. I'm a messenger of God. You're doomed if you stay here. What's up, guys? Welcome into another episode of It's a Horror Podcast. My name is Wes, I'm motherfucking Kevin. Moody. Oh, Jesus, just steal the spotlight. I'm Kevin. <laughs> I try. I mean, hey, I, mean, I gotta get my whole name, dude. Come on. This is like the first. This is my inaugural episode, man. Yeah, and it, for every time that I accidentally call you Jerry through this episode, I'll let you slap the back of my hand like a nun with a ruler. Yes. Uh, in July, right? At, uh, <laughs> at Crypticon, right? Sweet. Yeah, 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 yeah. Bring a ruler. <laughs> yeah. Hell y'all, I'll be like 10 of them, dude. I'm fucking break that shit off. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> I am ready to go. Um, anyway. Yeah, man, this- <laughs> I'm amped up tonight, dude. I can't wait. This episode's going to be fucking the bomb. Um, before we get started, I want to uh, give a shout out to our two patrons. I cannot believe we have two patrons already. This is crazy. Uh, last episode, we had our first, which was uh, Shannon Lindsay, uh, a.k.a. Cos- Cosmic Zombie, um, we gave her a shout out last week. I want to give her another one this week. And to our new patron, Adam, aka Scares and Terrors, one of the uh, one of the biggest supporters we have on Instagram and of our show, uh, dude. We just we cannot thank you enough for uh, supporting us financially. And we just it's just the best thing ever. So thank you so much. You're the man. Hell yeah. Well, um, this episode talking about clowns. Fucking mm-hmm. clowns, motherfucker. Holy this is going to be fun, man. This is what clowns are one of those things that, you know, either you love them or you are so terrified of them that you can't like stop shitting yourself when you see one. So, right. And that's the thing, too, with clowns. It's like they were originally amicable, you know, friendly, mm-hmm. but it's always common thought that clowns aren't friendly you know the the uh there's an actual term for it cholrophobia i believe is the fear of clowns and it's just weird that it's there's a lot of people that are afraid of clowns and when you really ask someone i'm sure they can't really give you an exact reason as to why these white painted scary motherfuckers you know haunt their nightmares yeah well no i mean i i some people can't but some people could be like yeah they just the way they look at me because some you know some clowns have like that stare you know oh yeah i mean i totally get it don't get me wrong like motherfuckers they're scary yeah they really are i mean but i I like them i mean i just that's just me but yeah like a lot of people that i know are like terrified of them so you know, I try to exploit them as much as possible, you know, as often as possible. So, I mean, call me a dick. I don't you know. sick son of a bitch. I, I am. I'm sick. But, but uh, anyway, uh, why don't we uh, – I say that and I'm like, you know, I think about that. I'm like, damn, I am one sick motherfucker. Yeah, you are. Damn straight. All right. Well, let's just get into this. I want, let's hear the origins of, uh, of clowns. Origins. All right, so clowns in the early years were pretty much known as jesters. Now, jesters were, you know, the little people next to the king that would, or just straight up used for entertainment purposes only. You know, to make the king happy, you know, to make the queen forget about the king's insecurities and, you know, cheating on her and all that stuff. You know, and 
the, you know, they were always under a lot of fire because the second that they don't make people laugh, they're executed. You know, yeah, it's yeah. like a it's like a show horse. Mm-hmm. Like these motherfuckers are just show horses. You know, once you can't perform up to standards, then uh, there goes your head. You know, um, and as far as how back these date, pretty much through my research, I found that 2500 BC was kind of the first jester was known to have his to have existed now he was a reported pygmy jester hmm. Interesting. now he perf- yeah he performed in the court of pharaoh dad carry Asa- uh- whoa <laughs> oh back it up back it up start again <laughs> run up to it run up to it man come on get it <laughs> pharaoh dad carry a c so what the fuck bless you during egypt's fifth dynasty now he was kind of the first jester. Um, now, no one remembers his name because no one thought to have wrote, written down his name because he's a pygmy clown. You know what? Let's say he's a fuck up. So who cares? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. He probably got executed after a couple uh, performances. Anyways. So, um, probably. Yeah. And kind of the modern clown. Now, we take this transition from jesters to clowns. Um, the modern clown as we know it with – you know, the exaggerated nose, the large feet, the makeup, the colorful wigs, colorful clothing, blah, blah, blah. You know what clowns look like. They're the Auguste clown. Ooh, okay. Yes. Auguste? Now that's Auguste. now that's typically like, known like as... Like he pulled his pants down on him? Well, well not quite. <laughs> okay. Uh, <laughs> no, that's typically known as the circus clown. So right. pretty much when people think of clowns, you know, you're going to think of a circus clown. Um. Now, modern clowns as we know them were popularized in shows called variety shows or theater shows during the 19th to 20th century, pretty much popularized in France. Right. Now, the first mainstream clown that we – that well, I guess mainstream is reported, you know, because a lot of these people weren't really popularized at all. His name was Joseph right. Grimaldi. And, I've heard that name before actually. Oh, well, yeah. There you go. That's um, crazy. Well, yeah. No, this was around 1800. Yeah, uh, I'll live back then. Yeah, I'm not old. Oh, oh yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. I forgot. Hello. Yeah. There you go. Well, shit. Tell my boy Joseph I said hello. I will when I'm in the grave. I'll be like, you know, what's up, dude? <laughs> <That> <laughs> goes, hi. My boy said hi. <laughs> um, yeah, he was born in uh, 1778 and died in 1837. So throughout his life, he was playing a clown in a play called Harlequinade. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Say that one more time. Harlequinade. Harlequinade, really? Mm-hmm. Harlequinade. You know what that sounds like? Harlequin, baby. Hell yeah, dude. That's fucking badass. Yeah, man. And that was a British plate. So um, kind of transferred over from France to Britain around this um, era. Um, so, I mean, yeah, man. You've got Bozo the Clown. you got Weary Willie, known as the Hobo Clown. you got Ronald McDonald. you got all these, all these guys, you know, kind of taking the torch from my boy Grimaldi and really making it their own. Yep. now we're enjoying clowns just like you know like they're coming on strong i guess so yeah yeah yeah. now the origin film go ahead yes what's the like i was not not, i'm not gonna say anything i'm so stupid so go ahead (laughs) okay so the origin film for clowns is a film called he who gets slapped Ooh, like you yes Yes, not to be confused with the movie He Who Gets Spanked. That's a completely different movie. Um, Jerry referred me to that one. It's not for kids. Um, this movie, <laughs> yeah, this movie came out in 1924. So you're in the silent era, right? Um, 
I wish I could say I watched this movie. I'm sorry, everybody. This is the one I couldn't find. I could not find this movie. I know Jerry with his eye patch could have found it in two seconds, but why you, uh, you every, tell me sorry. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And I can't. I, well, I guess I could tell you the origin movie. It's not gonna make or break anything. Yeah, um, but yeah, man. And I wasn't about to shell out like 17 bucks on a DVD. It was just kind of one I had to let let go. Um, now this film has Lon Chaney in it. Who is oh. the Man of a Thousand Faces? Who is oh, probably man. one of the most known actors during the silent era? Um, you know, his career kind of fizzled out after talkies or, you know, modern talking films became a popular entity. Um, but it's actually interesting too because when people think of clown movies or origin movies, I guess is a movie called Laugh Clown Laugh from 1928. Now this one kind of has horror aspects into it and this is kind of where the more popular film i suppose and it, interestingly enough lon chaney was in this film as well oh wow okay interesting yeah. hmm. very interesting man that's uh awesome. very very cool um i wish i could have seen that film though honestly that does pique my uh my interest so uh i don't know <laughs> i don't know if that's uh I'm, you know, I may have to actually go out and find that film so I can send it to you so we can both watch it just to kind of be like, all right, we know. Because I think we've seen most of the origin films. I know I've, I've missed a couple in there, but I do want to go back and watch some of those older ones that you talked about uh, that sound ugly. I guess the one from last week, too, from the Witches episode, uh, mm-hmm. I didn't get to watch. I think you said it got that on DVD, so I need to get that yeah. somewhere. But um, Yeah, no, I'm not going to lead the people astray and pretend like I've seen movies. You know, when I, when I say, like, I've seen a movie, I, I'm going to be genuine. You know, I'm not going to... I'm not going to lie about movies, you know, so I, I'm sorry, people. I, I just didn't see this one. I'm letting everybody down right now. <laughs> no, it's okay, man. It's all good. You know, we're, we'll, we'll hold it against you later, so don't worry about it. <laughs> oh, okay. It's good. <laughs> totally. All right. Well, um, I think it's time to, uh, to honk this horn and uh, let's just let's get on to the top five. You know what I'm saying? Ooh, okay. let's get into it. Did, did I say horn? I meant horn. <laughs> horn. Let's honk the let's horn. Let's honk this horn, let's y'all. horn, man. <laughs> Uh, my, my accent's coming up. Happy Nashville coming out. Hell yeah. Pa- hashtag Pappy Nashville. Let's turn into a hashtag. Hashtag Pappy Nashville coming out. You uh, you started a hashtag, man. That's fantastic. So I love it. Let's get it. Hell yeah. All right. Well, let's uh, get into our number five film. What you got for us, man? Five. All right, number five, I have Stitches. Ooh, interesting film. Yes, 2014. Now, this movie, it's got that dark humor that either you get or you don't, you know, and this is a film from, uh, don't hold it against me, it's England, somewhere, you know, where the accents are thick, you know. (laughs) It's funny, watching this movie, the accents were thicker than dinosaur egg oatmeal, you know, but but the words you could... Yeah, the words you could decipher were either wanker, tallywhacker, or cunt. So <laughs> well, take your pick of the one with the best word in there. <laughs> yeah, you know, and the, the camp in this movie is just next level, and it's pretty much about a clown who gets killed at a kid's birthday party, and then six or seven years later comes back and haunts the kids on their seventeenth or eighteenth birthday. I don't know; it doesn't fucking matter. Um, <laughs> and he kills them one by one. You know, it's a, it's a pretty good slasher movie. It's it's just a lot of fun. It. And there, you know, that's there's not really much else to say other than you know you really have to kind of understand the humor. Like there's one specific kill where I'm sure people have seen this excerpt from, um, where he sticks a like a balloon blower upper. I know there's probably a better word for that that balloon I cannot think of upper? right now. Wow. Yeah. Technical. Um, 
Well, okay, then you tell me what the actual word is for it, smart guy. It is called a balloon inflator, sir. <laughs> okay. Happy Nashville. Okay, no so he's <laughs> so he took this inflator and put it into a guy's uh, head. I think it was, <laughs> and he starts blowing it up, and this dude's head like just very like hilariously starts expanding and then ends up popping and dude this movie's just it's great I thought, it, it's good one, man. i thought you were about to say you turned it into the guy's ass and i was gonna say damn i want to watch the movie oh, so bad. no that's a movie you wish you saw <laughs> yeah pretty much yeah <laughs> but it's funny because um daniel radcliffe was offered a role in the film but shockingly utterly shockingly turned it down i mean i wonder why i mean you know there's, <laughs> there's no way that he would yeah it, the mystery continues yeah you know uh like i did not see this film i actually okay i take it back i watched like the first 10 15 minutes of it and i just could not get into it like it's just like you said either you get it or you don't and i just didn't get it so oh yeah it takes a while to get into for sure yeah, i just uh like i saw i saw him die at the first and then which was a pretty good kill actually that the way that knife goes into his head i was like damn that's fucked up but Oh, just yeah. it just it hit me the wrong way. It just it, from the very start just kind of rubbed me the wrong way. And I'm like, all right, if you don't rub you know, Pappy Nashville the right way, then it just he's not he's, he's not going to be there for you. So sorry about that. Gross. <laughs> hey, come on, man. I, I'm old. I, I can get mine. <laughs> but yeah, this film only has five kills in it. So I mean, if you're kind of but they make it worthwhile. Well, that's good. At least it's uh, there's, there's, a, there's a good payoff. So. There's, Oh yeah, I'll show you a good payoff. Be better. It's my birthday tomorrow, so <laughs> I'll be expecting that. <laughs> All right, what do you got at number five? Uh, <laughs> damn. Okay, so my number five would be none other than Killer Clowns from Outer Space. Um, I, 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 I kind of know. I already know that this film is up on your list somewhere. It's pretty high up because you love this movie. So you don't know shit you don't know shit listen i'm old as fuck and i know a lot of stuff so just fuck off <laughs> but but let's just let's just play the fact that i don't though. let's play let's play devil's advocate for a minute um yeah that works all let's right, do so that. i'll be the devil and you be advocate um so this movie is classic as fuck we all know that um it's campy as shit um, but what's funny about this is that even people that don't like camp still love this movie which i find just absolutely just adorable and just charming so uh the way that it's played off especially with the way the clowns look and uh just the the mannerisms they have as they're killing the people that they kill or you know they wrap up in their uh cotton candy cocoons you know i think that's just it's just such a well-played film uh from start to finish um and of course i'll let you throw in what you want to throw in here because i know you got to say something about it so <laughs> I mean, yeah, we had it on our uh, Aliens episode. Well, I guess I had it on my yeah, Aliens yeah, episode, yeah. and it's it's yeah, it's just a really unique movie. I mean, you know, when you think of that movie, it's kind of really hard to imagine any other films that are like that, and that's kind of thanks to the Chiodos brothers who, who directed the film. They didn't really end up doing much else, and it's just kind of a shame. You know, they could have really had really, really good careers, you know, if they would have just kept on that path. I would, I would have loved to see what they could have come up with after that. Oh, Chuck and Steve, man, they're just, they're badass. So, I mean, you can't, uh, can't take it away from them, you know? <laughs> yeah, I don't know them on a first name basis. Oh, you don't? Oh, man, Shit. they're fucking cold no. as hell. They've been in their house a couple times and kicked it a little bit, you know, it's all good, so. Yeah, it was funny because you said Chuck and Steve and for a split second, I was like, who the fuck is Chuck and Steve? <laughs> and I was like, oh, yeah, I was just talking about Chiodos Brothers, like, <laughs> Shit. Oh man, you know I, you're, when you're just old, you know, people just kind of gravitate towards you. you know, I think it's more of the fact of like <laughs> to hold you up when you fall. But I mean, other than that, you know, I'll take it. So, um, right. But like this, this movie, like even like the ending, like with the big ass, you know, scary fucking clown at the end. That's just 
it's it is the, the cheese and camp are just perfect it's just it uh, it's awesome so if you haven't seen this movie what the fuck is wrong with you so anyway um let's move on to our number four pick uh what do you have for number four man Drive through. Drive through. Really? You no. don't you don't yes. say. Because guess what, yep. motherfucker? Dri- oh shit. Drive through is my number four film. <laughs> so. Oh hell yeah. Okay, we can talk about this together then. Hell so yeah. this is a film that I never heard about. And then I looked up clown movies and then this one kind of popped up and holy shit, this movie is so much fun. Dude, now first, this is a straight up pretty much a slasher film but it's like it has a fast food element now that sounds like it wouldn't work but like this movie is just so much fun it's got horny the clown is his name so you kind of know (laughs) yeah so you know the humor this movie's going after and it's it's just really cool man the the town they're in is called blanca carne and that in spanish is white meat so you know it's just (laughs) it's kind of funny (laughs) but who yeah literally this movie mixes (laughs) metal music fast food and a clown on a slashing spree. You know, I, I think that's rather unique. Wouldn't you say? I would definitely say that. And I actually thought I brought up something to someone the other day when I watched this movie and I said, you know what? This movie really should be a franchise. Like it had the potential to be a franchise and been really good. You know? Oh, I agree. Yeah. Cause I mean, you know, Horny the Clown could have been one of those iconic characters from like, you know, like a funny, you know, horror comedy type aspect, which could have blown up really big, but they missed the boat. I guess they just kind of, I guess it did kind of flop at the box office, so I guess it kind of – or whatever. Well, I guess it didn't release on box office, but I guess it kind of flopped um, wherever it was. Okay. So that's probably why. But I actually thought that Horny the Clown was a really good character and uh, had some great kills, you know, the good ideas of what they did with you know, with the kills and stuff. And he looked fantastic. He sounded great. His one-liners were on, you know, spot fucking on. So, um, <laughs> yeah. Okay. Uh, but, yeah, no, in, in my opinion, you know, I liked him a lot. Horny the Clown, you know, he's not breaking down any – icon doors but he's different enough to slightly set him apart from the pack he's a mechanical clown for christ's sakes and he moves quicker than a two-year-old cheetah man this guy fucking he trucks for jesus all day long he does truck for jesus (laughs) (laughs) and it's one of those films that seems slightly outdated you know it's it's very much so got that middle 2000s you know feel to it but there's 14 kills in this movie i counted them all you know so if if you're a slasher fan you know this is definitely one that you probably haven't heard about that's you should really check out, you know, Horny the Clown, he's, he's a mechanical mascot of a fast food restaurant just killing people. And a lot of the kills are actually really good. Oh, and it's funny, too, to kind of exacerbate earlier talking about how, you know, this film didn't do too well. There's a lot of early actors in this film there are really, um, exactly. that ended up doing huge things like Leighton Meester and Penn Badgley, mm-hmm. uh, a lot of – uh, you basic hoes out there know him from that you show on Netflix. I mean, it's that's a fantastic show. Have you seen that one? No, but I thought you were calling our listeners uh, you basic hoes. I'm like, what the fuck, dude? <laughs> oh, <man. Damn. laughs> well, I low key, I, I low key was, but I mean, I'm a basic bitch too because I like that show. So, oh, basic bitch. All right, well, I remember calling me and uh, not call you that, you know, later on. So, um, <laughs> yeah, and on top of those two people, uh, Jan from The Office is in this yes. movie, and like I saw her. Yeah, so you noticed that too? Yes. Like, I saw it and it blew my mind. I was like, holy shit. Mm-hmm. I'm like, 
it's so weird not seeing her throw dundies into platinum big screen TVs. Hell yeah, you know? dude. Just, she, she is, well, she's been a lot of other stuff too. So she is, she's a great actress and I love the stuff that she's in. And she, she, and she's always so funny, but she has that dry like cut to her. So it's like, it's, she's really funny, but at the same point, it's like, she is so subtle that you have to really kind of pay attention, but it's good stuff though. It's actually really funny stuff. So, uh, yeah, she's she's great, but uh, but this film is definitely one of those uh, diamonds in the rough. I actually, whisper my phone, Nikki. She uh, she's the one that told me to, to give it a try, and at first I was like, okay, you know, whatever. But the first like ten minutes of this movie, fucking phenomenal. I mean, it it just sucked me right in, and just it was just a thrill ride the entire time. I just loved it so. Uh, Good stuff. Thanks, Nikki. Appreciate the uh, yeah the the turn on. Definitely this. a diamond in the rough. Hell yeah, hell yeah. Good stuff. All right, well, let's see what uh, what you got for number three, man. Terrifier. Terrifier. Now, speaking of basic hoes right now, it's, <laughs> it, this is the movie to kind of jump on the bandwagon with, you know. Um, I, don't get me wrong. it's an abs- I love this movie. I actually went and saw this at a theater. There was a theater near me that actually played this movie. Really? Um, and it was really cool, man. It's it's really, really good. But my, my thing with it is just kind of the acting. It It's an indie movie. Oh, yeah. And – and you know it's but the acting can be kind of shifty in moments um the pacing is kind of really weird there's just a lot of running down hallways and stuff like that but the kills man the fucking kills are off the chain mm-hmm. i mean everyone knows about the saw and the girl in the half and just shooting the other girl in the face and dude that it's very unrelenting and you can really tell that it's a passion project. You can tell that somebody cared about this movie and that's the difference with successful movies and non-successful movies is that a lot of people are just in it for the money anymore. You know, it's, it's, you get people that don't give a shit and Damien Leone, who's the director of the film, he, you can tell he cares and it's so exciting to see Art the Clown kind of blemish into this icon that he's turned into be, you know, it's been so long since we've gotten any horror icon kind of, burst out from the seams you know other than victor crowley yeah. you know those two are the kind of only recent ones i can think of yeah and i think his thumbs really flopped so it's uh he kind of he, he really was supposed to be like the next big thing and yeah victor crowley just didn't just didn't pull it off he's you know he has a cult following but i think he didn't he didn't obtain that icon status like everyone thought he was going to so that kind of uh you know i think with art coming out and it's such a shame oh i know because he was like a cool looking character but i think art really stepped up and, and really took that mantle and has really i mean he's huge at like you know, cons and all this stuff you know people who just want to see him and, and meet him and david howard thornton is just a fantastic actor so um he didn't say a word in the movie i mean you know it, he and he's just that good so yeah definitely and uh terrifier 2 is underway as yes. well um mm-hmm. i know that the screenplay is uh completed and whatnot and i hope he gets a really good uh budget amount for this one and can really turn this into something special i think so this in this you know what's funny i think about what i just said you know about him you know being an icon i think if the script is good and i think if the acting is a little bit more you know par on with you know the horror genre i think that this that film could either catapult this series into you know legend status so like you know Nightmare on Elm street friday the 13th halloween uh but if it doesn't i think it will fall into oblivion like Victor Crowley or some of the other ones that they've tried to put out there, which it really sucks, but same point, I guess it, it, this is a make or break moment for this franchise. So yeah, I'm really rooting for it. Hell yeah. Me too, man. Me too. Um, 
All right. Well, uh, my number three pick is none other than Eli Roth's Clown from 2014. Um, this film is way more than like you look at it from the outside and it looks like this simple film of just a dude getting trapped in a suit and then he kind of just turned into this clown. But just the history behind this just really gets me and it just it explains so much and it kind of, you know, turns clowns from these, you know, lovely, you know, lovable, you know, laughable, you know, bloom making characters into something truly terrifying. And, you know, you think about the clown genre and you think about, you know, cheesy, you think about, you know, kind of playful, blah, blah. This movie is not playful or cheesy in one bit at all. Like it's fucked up and it's just in your face. And the entire time, the kills are just brutal. And Eli Roth really did himself with this film. Honestly, I think it's one of his best films. I think it probably is his best film, best film in my opinion. But um, yeah, just I think that the way that that uh, the actor, I think his name is Andy Power. I think he, yeah, Andy Powers. He plays this role so well. Like he's like this everyday dad. You know, he seems like this normal guy. And the way his character takes this arc throughout this entire film. Like just, ah, oh, it just it just captures you. Like you just feel so bad for this guy, and you know he wants his life back. And it's just like, oh, you feel. I just want to be like, dude, let me help you. Let me jump in this film and help you out. You know. Yeah, but, you uh, really feel his pain for sure. You really do, and it's just like you said. He, you know, he's like, I don't even know what else he's in, but this guy's just he knows what he's doing, man. He played this perfectly from start to finish, and I just I just love the film. So, have you yeah. uh, have you seen it? Yes, I have. I do really, really enjoy this one a lot. Um, I, I, the thing that really kind of pulled me into this movie was that he's just straight up killing kids left and right. Like, yeah. just no qualms about it. And there's a lot of movies that don't want to reach that territory, but this movie has, like, this underlayer of camp to it. You know, like, it's very serious, but it can pull off these crazy aspects and these ideas. Like, one of the s- scenes... One of my favorite scenes of this entire movie was when, you know, he knows there's no escape. He's stuck in this clown costume, so he goes into a hotel bathroom and mm. blows his brains out. Yeah. And he's sitting there, and then he shoots it, and then his, like, bla- brain splatter hits the back of the shower wall. Yes, but yes. it's, like, rainbow. Yes. And I was like, fuck, that is so cool. I was like, that to me, that was brilliant. I loved that. It is. It really is. It's yeah. Uh, it, the whole. I guess when he's trying to get the suit off at first, and he, you know he cuts his, his wrist and stuff, and and like they kind of play it straight then because I guess they the progression of, of him turning into this clown uh, takes that slow roll. But like you said, when he reaches that point where he wants to kill himself, like he's like a full on like clown clown. Like it's you know it's just the, like I said, the arc. Uh, not just a clown. He's a clown 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 clown. Like he's fucking clowning as shit. So it's like the arc just it's a, it's a, it's just a perfect arc for a character on his in my opinion. So um and just to add that in there was just like you said the camp is so subtle but it is so perfect. So cuz cuz like you know I don't really laugh at that part, but looking back on it I'm like that's pretty fucking funny, you know. So <laughs> Oh yeah, it's so interesting too. This movie is like the whole backstory of this clown in in the movie. They called it a cloin. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um. Now, of course, after watching this, I'm like, holy shit! I gotta look that up. It's a movie made term. It's a city in Ireland. Ah, <laughs> so, very clever. Yeah, yeah. I googled it and I was like, ooh, cool. You know, I I've never thought of clowns having horns pop out of their head. You know, like a unicorn. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so I was like, "Ooh, that's cool!" And I looked it up, and it's like, "Oh, city of Ireland." And I'm like, well, "That's not as fun." Well, fuck. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. The look for the clown too, like how he like goes into that metamorphosis, mm-hmm. metamorphosis, metamorphosis. I suppose. There you go. Yeah, 
It's so cool because it's so slow and you see these subtle changes and his fingernails get long and his toes get long and, you know, and I just think it the way that they made that transformation throughout the film, I thought it was just brilliant. Well, you know, yeah. and he's just slowly descending into madness along with his clown outer layer persona. Yes. I think the way that they made his nose too made it red. Like the fact that he wore a clown nose at first. And then when it's removed, you know, it's like fucks up his nose, but it's like totally red. Cause it's like blood. I think that's fucking perfect. Yeah. It was stuck to his nose. Yeah, I think like that is so perfect. The way they did that. Like I said, Eli Roth really did himself with this film. Like he just, I don't know, dude. He he must like dream this up, or I don't know what the fuck happened, but he just knocked out of the park, man. Eli, fucking props to you, bro. Seriously. Hell yeah. This has cult film status written all over. Hell yeah. I'm pretty sure when it came out, a lot of people were talking shit and weren't a fan. But as the years go on, of course, for some reason, I know I mentioned that in one of the previous episodes, how interesting it is how these cult films ascertain this cult-like status mm. and you know as this movie ages it only gets better and better with its audience and and same with me it's like just watching it throughout these years i i find these subtle things throughout the film that i like more and more and it's i think it's gonna definitely go down as a cult film oh hell yeah dude like i said it's too good not to like it's it is a, and it's a surprise like you look at it it's like a low budget little crap film but you watch it and you're like damn that's just some good shit right there so Oh yeah, the special effects are next level. Oh hell yeah, man! I was gonna say it's just it's phenomenal. If you haven't seen this film, what the fuck is wrong with you? Uh, and on <laughs> that note, let's move on to number two. What do you got for number two, man? You knew it was coming. It's Killer Clowns from Outer Space. Of course. Now, I'm going to let you in on a little thing here. Right up until we started recording, I had everything shifted down. Killer Clowns from Outer Space was my one. Really? And everything in my list was bumped down a peg because I I had to include a certain movie at number one. Uh, But I'll talk about that, uh, you know, in due time. Let's talk about Killer Clowns from Outer Space, right? Sure. I already let – yeah, I already told all my opinions on it in our Aliens episode. Um, Dude, this movie's just – it's wacky. It's zany. It's fun. It's colorful. You know, it's just – it's so unique, man. And I'm not going to sit here and suck its dick too long because I've already done that. Um, You know, I came back – yeah, yeah, well, more than once. Um, <laughs> it is just, I don't know, man. It's I remember seeing this film when I was younger, and I really didn't like it at all. And then just throughout the years, it really grew on me. And now it grew on me like a wart. Well, I'm telling you, this movie does that. I mean, it just, it, especially on your ass, too. I mean, it's, a, it's a wart on your ass. I'm just on your like your cheek or your... Oh, you know, God. Like, I mean, the wart on the ass. That's an STD, dude. Don't, I mean, I guess so. I mean, if you want to call it that. I mean, I call it like a, like a love bump, but uh, anyway... Ooh, love bump <laughs> yeah. makes it sound so much more appealing. I know. No, well, you know, I mean, when you have a bunch of them, you got to make it, you know, work. So, um, right. <laughs> moving right. along. <laughs> but yeah, this, it, like I said, this movie is fantastic, and, and uh, I mean, it would be a lot higher on my list too. But like, it's, I don't know. It's just I, I'm I'm a camp guy, but I'm just as I get older, I think the camp kind of moves down and down on my list. I think the the more like the more serious, the slow burns move up and they just they get more important to me. So, but it still is very important to me. Like I said, it is a very, very good film. So I'm not going to take that, you know, out of its space, but um, anyway, so that's what I think. So, <laughs> right. Yeah. So that's pretty much all I'm going to say about it. Uh, what's your number two? My number two was 
the movie you just talked about, Terrifier from 2016. Um, yeah, I won't say too much. Like we talked about it a lot, but there's a few things I wanted to, to mention. Um, like I said, the, the kills in this movie are just outrageous. I just that's the best way to put it. They're just out fucking outrageous. Um, Next level. I mean, I'm looking. I'm looking at IMDb right now. Like the the picture they have of Art, like on this little video, like he's just bloody as fuck. Like he just has blood everywhere, all over him, and he just looks so fucking badass. I just, ah, oh, just, mm, just orgasmic. I'm telling you, um, <laughs> the fact that he's mute too, and there's like no reasons or motives for his actions i think that that's just so much stronger than understanding the killer you know you just don't know why this dude's dressed up as a clown or if that's if he's actually mutated somehow you know you don't really know anything about him at all and i think that's so intriguing yeah, and, and you said a very good point there because my biggest thing now is and it and i know rob zombie did it with halloween but like explaining stuff about the killer I think it takes away from the mystique. It takes away from the scariness. It takes away from the, the mystery of the film, you know, throwing this guy in this clown costume and just throwing him into this situation with these two girls. Just, it's so fucking freaky, man. I just, I fucking love it because you don't know and you never find out why he's doing this. And he just fucking wreaks havoc in this little warehouse type thing. And, and I know you brought up the kill of, you know, when he, when he shoots the girl in the face, that has gotten so much like it's so polarizing because some people love the fact that he did it and some people really think it ruins the movie. Um, I, in my opinion on that, on that one kill, I think it's brilliant for the fact that you don't see it coming at all. Not at all. <laughs> like at all. Like you don't see it coming. Cause I expect him like, to pluck a long, a long knife or like a, like a spear. Oh, something, anything, but never a gun. And then to just fucking shoot her in the face. I'm like, Holy fuck. That was awesome. Well, now they know it's coming because oh, we talked about it. Okay, spoiler alert: <laughs> Don't watch the ah, whatever. Fuck it. Um, but, yeah, <laughs> if you've seen Terrifier by now, what the fuck is wrong with you? Um, but like, <laughs> you catch phrase. phrase. But uh, you know, it's everything about this film, especially the part where he's wearing the chick. Like he's wearing the chick. I fuck. I mean, just fuck, fuck, fuck. Okay, just creepy as shit. I'm not gonna say anything else. Go watch this movie. Fuck, just do it. Um, yeah. And the thing that you brought up with the gun, actually, that's a really, like you mentioned, a polarizing subject, you know, w with your serial killers in film, your Jason Voorhees, your Freddy, you want them to have a certain, uh, I guess, weapon of choice, so to say. Um, and, you know, it almost seems like a cop out for one of these guys to have a gun. You know, it's such an easy way to kill people that it just it seems too realistic i suppose you know when you shoot somebody with a gun that shit happens like all day every day especially in america you know um and it's just really you never see any of these horror icons shooting people so to kind of see that it was see i'm not i wasn't that much of a fan of it like really? you said you were um now don't get me wrong it was an excellent scene you know like someone getting shot in the face that's a pretty hairy thing you know and they did it really well the special effects look fantastic and i but it was just like well shit why why isn't he just going around shooting people you know there's just it, it makes you think that he's an actually sane person and he's actually at, like, like has motives for these things and he's very kind of methodical in his actions yeah i, I can see where you're coming from on that aspect but at the same point i think at that point before he shoots her he's been following her around for like a long time and honestly he is a human being you know, when you take, take all the shit away from him, you take all the psyche and whatever out of him, he's still a human being. And he's getting tired. He's getting fed up. And he's like, you know what? But we don't know that. Well, you, well, okay, you don't. But then at the point where he pulls the gun out, if you watch his face, he's almost like, 
all right, bitch, here we go. I'm about to end this shit right fucking now. Like, you can always see it in the way his mannerisms are. Like, it's, that's what's so brilliant about David Howard Thornton is that he conveys all of his emotions with his body and with, with, and with that mask on, it's like he can, he can smile and stuff, but really that's all you see is a smile or just a frown or whatever. But he's so good at conveying that. And I actually picked up on that where he's like, you know what? I'm fed up with you, bitch. You're going down. And I thought that was fucking fantastic. Oh, yeah. So, you know, but like you said, it is, it is a very polarizing thing. I'm, I'm glad the fact that you and I have different views on that because we can kind of expel and don't, uh, you know, what we think about it. So I, it's perfect. So, yeah, man, it's, it's definitely a really cool, uh, little subject of talk, I suppose. It really is. Uh, and yeah, and if, uh, let me, let's hear what you think, guys think out there, you know, if what you think about that scene, do you think it was great? Do you think it sucked? Do you like the fact they use a gun or that you, you know, should he use something else? Um, uh, let us know. I mean, just find out one of our posts about this episode and just uh, start talking about it. So we want to hear your, hear your thoughts on it. So mm-hmm. excellent. Well, we are at our number one pick. So why don't you go ahead and start us off with your number one. So I'm really excited that none of us have said our number ones, unless I did. No, I don't think you did. That you've heard. No, I don't think you did. Not that, no. Okay. But. Number one is it. But which one? Chapter one. Oh, fuck yeah. Because that's what I have for number one as well. <laughs> so. See, that's what I was thinking. That's because I'm glad that you didn't, uh, I didn't hear my number one yet because that's kind of what I figured you had. And this was the the pick that I kind of shifted everything down on my list. I didn't even have this in my top five. What? Because I've I've been going through this like emotional dilemma, dude. I've been like crying for a week because he's not a clown. He's he's a demonic presence. You know, he's he he's a clown because they think him up to be a clown. He can shapeshift. He's a shapeshifter. You know, true. he can turn into anything. Very but he true. just appears as a clown. Yeah. But the fa- the but the whole idealization behind Pennywise the clown that's his name Pennywise the clown mm-hmm. I've never read the books so but I I'm I heard that in the books he's not really described as a clown I don't know if that's true or not someone hit me up on that yes let us know um but dude this film blew my socks off now mm-hmm. I wasn't necessarily the biggest fan of the original miniseries uh 1990 with Tim Curry don't get me wrong that's a, a fantastic um portrayal of pennywise the clown by tim curry in the original but this movie it just really got under my skin a lot of the the score and the soundtrack of it the the noises throughout it literally just like gives me goosebumps thinking about it this film in my eyes knocked it out of the fucking park not only being one of the best modern horror movies i think i've seen but one of the best remakes possibly yeah no i echo everything you just said honestly you said everything i would have said exactly like to the t um, like I, I wasn't a huge fan of the original, you know, film and I was actually little, little when it first came out on TV. So I actually watched it back then freaked the fuck out of me. But now watching this, I'm like, God, you know, that really was an inferior, you know, copy of this movie. Um, but not to doubt it at all. Cause it was fantastic. But it just, this movie does so much more and takes it that one step further. And Bill Skarsgård, man, he's fucking phenomenal. I mean, just, he plays Pennywise to the fucking T and, just he's scary he's interesting he's clever he's inviting which is that's the that's the that's the part that everyone kind of misses about pennywise sometimes is that he's so inviting like he you know the, the, the scene with he and georgie the first you know georgie actually reaches his fucking hand into the sewer to get his boat 
I mean, think about that. Think how yeah. fucked up that is. The kid reached down into the sewer with a clown in it to get his fucking boat. But the thing is, you, you got to put put your little five year old brain back in your yeah, head. Yeah, I would have been the fuck out of there, dude. And, and you know, it's like, oh, you know, he's fun. Ooh, he's whimsical. But but maybe he's not as well educated as us. Granted, I wouldn't do it either. But being a five year old, you really don't understand kind of harmful things in nature you know you just see a clown in his sewer and you're like oh he's got some balloons that's fun but he's a <laughs> dude he's a clown in a sewer think about that real close real cl- I, I don't know I man maybe your kids dude maybe he likes poop uh, <laughs> shit all, all kids do he's just a clown that likes well, poop i'm gonna, ta- Leave I'm gonna him talk alone. to bean like later on and go you need to watch kevin with your kids because i swear he's gonna let them race on any sewer and just like hey look at those a clown in there those are a hobo are in there what if i give me some candy it's just a it's just a poop well, clown, dude. Just a poop I mean, clown. I'm, you know, I think I'm, I'm going to change my career to uh, <laughs> to the uh, with the child services, so poop I can clown. No, not poop clown. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm giving up the podcast. I'm turning into a poop clown. <laughs> Hashtag poop clown. Uh, no, but I, <laughs> I'm going to be a social worker, so I can come to your house and like make sure your kids are okay because that's fucked up, dude. Um, yeah, beep beep, Richie. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Being if you're listening, please watch your kids. Seriously, your future kids really are depending on you. <laughs> so, watch your kids. Watch your wife. Right. Had your kids. Had your wife. <laughs> he gonna, He's ripping everybody's he, arms he off out here. Everybody in that sewer. But uh, <laughs> but anyway, <laughs> fuck. Um, I digress. Back, yeah, back to, to it. it. Um, uh, the performances are top oh, notch, man. These kids these can kids act. Are phenomenal. A storm. Mm-hmm. For sure. I mean, like, just, and it's funny how, like, their arc in the story, they start off kind of, you know, as you know, they're all kind of in their own element, but they take this arc of where, you know, they're kind of like this group, but at the end, they're almost like a family. They, and it's really cool to see that kind of way that they transition into more of a family than they do just a group of kids, uh, a group of friends, you know, in this town. So I think that's phenomenal. Yeah, it's like a great coming of age, you know, movie. It's almost, it's got a very, like, see, the thing I noticed was it almost had a very standby me feel to it. You know, you're in the, in the kind of foresty area, you know, the northeast of Maine. I don't know where Stand By Me was, but um, yeah, I know Derry or something was where Stephen King grew up. He's right, from Maine, right. so you know that's very privy to him. And those both were books written by him. So I mean, I just think this one absolutely knocked out of the park, man. I can't really tell you any negatives about it because just because I liked it so much. But oh holy yeah, shit. it is fantastic. I think one of the creepiest parts of this film is a very simple scene. Um, it's a scene where I think one of the, I'm not sure which, which one, but he's getting chased down into the, uh, the Creek and he ends up on the ground and he kind of looks over and sees Pennywise like in the, in the reeds and, and oh, then all God, of a sudden he just yeah. waves that kid's arm at him. Dude, chills up and down my spine for fucking days, man. Holy shit. Uh, it's, it's, oh, it's so fucked yeah. up. I guess, you know, being a parent as well, I guess that all kind of freaks me out when kids are you know, dismembered, I guess, you know, unless I'm doing the dismembering. So, <laughs> Jesus, unless it's Love you, kids. me. You know, I won't dismember you, I promise. <laughs> Maybe. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, winky, wink, winky. wink. <laughs> but, but anyway, but yeah, like this, uh, this, I can't really think of anything negative to say about it either. Uh, chapter two is coming out pretty soon. We just saw the trailer just dropped uh, a few days ago. So just looks absolutely phenomenal. Oh my so God. if you haven't seen, 
Oh, oh dude, my I'll give god! Horror stiffy, I'm telling you, dude, it's fucking awesome. The, the most stiffiest of stiffies. The hardest of stiffies almost blew out of my pants. So, uh, holy shit! <laughs> I'm sorry. Was that too graphic? <laughs> I, I digress. I'm gonna have to drive you to the ER. <laughs> so I'm old, you know. So I'm thinking, who is the horror Viagra? Sweet. <laughs> Just watch the It Chapter Two trailer. Yeah. And that's the thing too with the trailer was. I mean, I don't want to kind of derail this from our, you know, our talk of our top fives, but. The it, the it chapter two trailer man I it I thought I was excited to see the film now I'm even more so and I know we t- kind of talked about it together and I know you have the same opinions man I'm I'm just so stoked it's gonna be great oh, it's gonna be fantastic and I love the way the trailer didn't really show much they they did like an extended scene which was fantastic because it really didn't show that much more of the movie so I'll give up a scene to kind of keep the rest of the movie secret so I love the fact that's why they did that so yeah props to the to the trailer maker oh, so yeah. yeah good stuff great yep yep. Well, I think so. That's our top five. That's our top fives, man. I think that was a really good, solid top five for clowns, especially. I was very uh, excited with what we had. We both had so. Yeah, and other than our shark episode, I think this might be the first time that we shared two picks. I agree. I don't know. Is that is that right? Uh, we shared we shared uh, Killer Clowns, Drive Through, Terrifier, and it. So that's four. We shared four, not not in the same order, but oh, those for a total. Yeah. Yeah, but uh, I, yeah, we had a very similar. Uh, output whereas because that's the thing is you know looking up clown movies there's a lot of shitty clown movies which i'm really excited to kind of delve into the next subject um in a minute but there's a lot of like sci-fi channel uh clown movies Mm -hmm. now not as much as um sharks obviously but there's there's a certain tier of clown films that i really feel like obviously judging by our lists me and you both view a lot of clown movies the same these five films that we had were pretty much cream of the crop you know it's pretty much as good as you it gets with clowns so i mean and then it just kind of goes to shit real real fast dude well i'm gonna i'm gonna surprise you didn't have clown on your list so that kind of surprised me that was my number five it got bumped Ah, out to include it that's what it was yeah Yeah, it's i yeah it's i was very surprised but now it all makes sense so yeah it's definitely i mean well honestly okay i'll just full disclosure i had clown as my number one at one point so because it's just such a phenomenal film like it just it hits you so hard because it kind of it's so relatable but but yeah it it is definitely just once i kind of you know step back for a minute you know rethought my my thought process i thought you know what it is the best film so it is the best film <laughs> and oh if, yeah oh, and i mean in terms of clowns themselves too like i think you know it being number one pennywise the clown is probably the penultimate clown in all of horror now i i'm not gonna award it Oh, first place clown and horror, you know, I'm I'm not going to do that, but it pretty much unanimously is, yeah. you well, know. Until we see chapter two, honestly, you know, that's, that could be totally the better one. So who knows? Or Terrifier. Or, yeah, exactly. Those, we have two sequels coming out that really could take the mantle for the, for the top two, you know, top two films. So I would, with Terrifier, um, I was thinking a sequel could be named Terrifyist. What do you think? Mm, maybe. You know, you know, like if something's hairy and then it's hairier and then hairyist, you know, like terrify. But that's more like part. That's like a part three, though, because you're talking about hairy, hairier, and hairiest, and that'd be. I don't know. That's all fucked up. Well, terrifier is already er, and then the only way to go up from there is. I, say, I wish my head was the hairiest, and it's not now. So, dude, fucking insane. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> Oh, well, all right, before we move on now, I wanted to say that if you have not heard the new Ice Nine Kills album, they have 
a song dedicated to the new it. I think it's more toward the new it, honestly, just in my opinion. I think it does kind of delve into both films, but it is a mm-hmm. phenomenal song. It's fucking awesome. So go check that out if you haven't already. So it's called It Is The End. Hell yeah. Badass. Um, I think it's that time, dude. Ooh, it's time for your boy's shit pick. Hey, kids. It's time for Kevin's shit pick of the week. All right, so your boy had a conglomerate of choices Ooh, for this pick. Conglomerate? Wow, that's um, a big word, dude. Yes. There was so many bad clown movies. Now, uh, before I mention mine, is there any that you have in mind? Um, <laughs> damn. <laughs> uh, just just <laughs> damn. Um, you know, I, I don't want to say it, but I think Stitches kind of wasn't that good to me. So I kind of – that would have been my shit pick, so – We'll get past the ten, first ten minutes. You got to watch the whole movie. You got to see some of those kills. Yeah, you're probably right. Okay, I, I'll digress. But as of right now, that it would be my shit pick. Got so. you. So, my shit pick is a little movie called Killjoy. Oh, I almost watched that too. <laughs> well, good thing you didn't, because it fucking sucks. Okay. <laughs> Ooh, it sounds like, now, it sounds like you're kind of bitter. <laughs> I am hard pressed to find a movie that is more similar to a softcore porn than this one. Ooh. Just. The way it looks, dude, it looks like shit. It looks like it was filmed with a fucking strawberry pop tart. Like it's so, it's the quality is terrible. (laughs) The strawberry pop tart. The The quality is just awful, and and the clown does the campy thing way too hard. Like imagine that the master of camp, me, you know, finds you too campy. That that's a problem. That's that's, it's just yeah, you fucked up. You did that. And then I just feel like this film has a certain following too, which kind of really blows my mind. What? Um, really? I th- I do believe there's three Killjoy films. Wow. Um, if, if I'm wrong, uh, correct me on that. I didn't do my proper research of Killjoy because I didn't enjoy it. Who gives a fuck, dude? Seriously. Yeah. So, but Killjoy from the year 2000, it's just it looks bad. And the jokes the year are bad. 2000. Yeah, the, the kills <laughs> are bad, and the acting is probably one of the absolute worst I've seen in a horror film. It's funny because I mentioned Terrifier earlier having bad acting. The fucking actors in this film make all the actors in Terrifier look like goddamn Meryl Streep. <laughs> Shit. Ooh, that's like, bad. it's bad, dude. It's real bad. If anybody is looking for a terrible film, check out Killjoy. I mean, because everyone goes, "Hey, let's watch a terrible film tonight." <laughs> you know, that's that's normal. Yeah. You know? Ooh, that'll be fun. Yeah, let's let's waste that. the next hour and a half of our lives. But I wonder if you'd be, you know, if you're drunk. I wonder if if, if you, you know, would be drinking a few drinks enough, it'd be halfway decent. Do you think that'd be a possibility? Nope. Oh, never mind then. Fuck it. <laughs> Straight up, no. All right. You know, so alcohol can't even save it then. Fuck it then. All right. So Killjoy, we no. give you the uh, the shittiest pick ever. So there you go. Yeah, that might be one of the worst films out of any of my shit picks. In my opinion, of course, these are all my personal opinions. If you don't like them, join, make your own podcast and then talk about how great Killjoy is. So, in other words, Kevin says fuck off. So, <laughs> <laughs> um, all right, well, let's move into our honorable mentions. Uh, I just have one. I was actually going to have two, but you know what? The second one, I'm just going to just not even put it in there. So, uh, but the one movie I did watch for this that it's not really, it's not, you know, the reason I didn't put it in my top five is it's not really a clown film, but there's a cool ass clown in it. Uh, Funhouse Massacre. Have you seen that one? Oh, yeah. That is a fun yeah, movie. Yeah, it is a very, it's a very fun movie, but there's only one clown and she's not in it very long. Um, it gets stitches, the clown, you know, go, go figure. But, um, but it, it's just, mm-hmm. it's just a very fun film. It's actually what I really wanted. Um, what was that movie that came out? Hellfest. Yes, exa- that's exactly what I wanted Hellfest to be like. Um, 
in it. I agree. Yeah. So if you haven't watched Funhouse Massacre, I'm not going to say a word about it, but just go watch it because it is fucking phenomenal. So. Yeah, it's a very good movie. It definitely pulls off the the humor and the high kill count that kind of everyone was hoping for with Hellfest. But if if you were le- if you like the premise of Hellfest, um, then check out Funhouse Massacre because it is a very good, obviously lower budget offering of the same idea, and it has Robert England in it for yes. like two minutes. But you bet you bet your ass he's got top billing too. Oh, hell yeah! But here's the thing though, like it is a lower budget than you know. Uh... Hellfest, but I think it's done like way better. It looks way better, and the acting is way better. I honestly think that it's a higher caliber film. So, yeah, and that's one that I really haven't watched in a long time. I've seen Hellfest like three times since it's come out, and I haven't seen Funhouse Massacre in yeah. probably two years or so. So that's definitely one I'd, I uh, need to revisit. But yeah, it's that's a lot of fun, dude. You've watched Hellfest three times. God, what the fuck? Well, I guess you, yeah. you like Demon Win. But... I liked it. I liked it, yeah. So Demon Win, I, yeah, oh, 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 Demon Win, Hellfest. What are the films you have like they're like shitty that you like to so, like to watch over and over again? Tell me, please. I gotta know. Well, let let me kind of correct your mind on Hellfest a bit. If there was another couple, like two more people, or even four more people, and if they got if they were killed the same way that the dude with his head smashed and the needle in the eye, if there was just more of more of a slasher film. It would have been done a lot better. Tell me I'm wrong. Tell me you wouldn't enjoy it more if there was just more nonsensical killing. I, I, okay, I can give you that. But at the same point, like, I, just, it seems like it drones on. Like, it's just like the killer is so drab. He's so boring. Like, he looks boring. The, I you agree. Know, I, and like the killers in uh, Funhouse Massacre are just, they're just all fun. Like, you have this, this big ass dude, and you have the Stitches of Clown, and you have the dentist, and you got, you know, all these different little, you know, quirks, these people. Um, they're just so much fun to watch. And the guy in. Clint Howard with a party. No, he's a fucking, uh, what is he, a uh, taxidermist. <laughs> I mean, he's fucking, that's just awesome. Yeah. But, like, you know, it, it, Hellfest just, like I said, the killer is so just bleh. I just wanted to like reach for the film and just like fucking you know pitch his nose off or something. I don't know. Fuck. Oh my god. I mean, savage. Very savage. But uh, that's why that's what Pappy Nashville does to you: pinch your nose off. So. Oh god. <laughs> you thought you thought I was, you don't want you that. Thought I was gonna say chop his head off, didn't you? But I didn't. Aha! I tricked you. <laughs> but anyway, so so what's your uh, honorable mention if you have one there? Um, I have a, I have three, but I'm just going to talk about them briefly. They're films that I watched that I was actually kind of surprised about. Okay. Um, there's a movie called Clown at Midnight. It's pretty much if if anybody's seen the slasher movie Stage Fright, it's pretty much I think it's from 1999. Um, it's pretty much people that are stuck in like an old opera house. Um, that are pretty much picked off one by one by a disgraced clown that was in a play there if that makes sense um it's it's pretty it's pretty good man i mean it's not it's not great it's not bad it's certainly not among the worst slasher movies i've ever seen but i i had a lot of fun with it um a couple other movies uh i saw that i didn't think were too bad was clown town oh yeah i was i was watching that too um, actually and i just I just ran out of time so that's that's a good one though yeah i mean it's <laughs> i i don't want to say it's good but i don't want to say it's bad either <laughs> you know it just kind of straddles the line um, you know, almost like straddling Secretariat running across the finishing line. This isn't run. This isn't coming in first place ever. Wow. It's a very vivid, but it's not going to finish. It's in very last. vivid. I like that uh, representation. So, yeah. Speaking of straddling, no, this it's just people stuck in this old kind of 
desolated town and i think there's like three clowns there that are kind of picking them off one by one um there's a lot of running there's a lot of dumb shit the acting's terrible you know this is like very sci-fi tier um as you can tell i'm a huge sci-fi fan (laughs) you're like oh my Um, god but one of the one of the clowns in this film is actually really really cool and might be one of my favorite looking clowns i've seen it's he's got like longer blonde hair and he's just got this smile that is just very eerie and grim but yeah that's a good one um or oh, i i i feel like i need to have a little asterisk every time i call it good it's it's decent. <laughs> this film was great it's better than <laughs> i thought it would be yeah oh, yeah that's funny and then the last one i've got here is a film called uh clowner guys <laughs> holy shit this should have been a shit pick man yeah <laughs> <laughs> See, and I went into this movie fully expecting it to be my shit pick, and I came out of it. I was like, "Well, that wasn't good, but not it wasn't bad enough to be my shit pick." It was for some reason I was entertained, and that's what kind of I don't understand about some of these movies. It's like I know they're awful, and I'm just kind of watching them, and nothing's really exciting happening, but I'm still entertained somehow. And you know what? Whatever, fuck it, Clontergeist. Um, check it out or don't. All right, there you go, folks. I mean, can you go on with one of those? I mean, you watch it or you don't. Holy shit, we're talking some like Mark Twain shit right there. Uh, <laughs> yeah. But anyway, well, <laughs> um, cool. Well, there's our clown films. Um, take them or leave them. I uh, think we all. I think we all can agree that it, uh, the new it, is definitely the best clown film of all time at the moment. So. You know, well, let us know if we fucked up that list. Tell us, you know, what what's your top five? What's your top, you know, top clown movie? I love the fact that now that like as we're getting along these episodes, people are telling us what they were. Oh, yeah, I can't believe you picked my. I guess I think the the pick uh, for Evil Kids, someone had uh, picked um, the Village of the Damned, and actually was like the number one. But you picked it as your shit pick. I was like, oh shit, dude. <laughs> I, <laughs> I was saw like, fuck. that. <laughs> I I loved his like progression though because he commented on the post before he listened. He was like, "Oh, I hope you guys talk about Village of the Damned." And then, spoiler alert, Village of the Damned was my yeah. Uh, I go, well, well, I'll, I'll reply to it. I was uh, like, "Oh, just wait and see." <laughs> He's like, "Oh man!" And then he comments back after he listened and was like, "What?" <laughs> it was so classic, dude. I love it. I'm sorry, man. But, I'm so sorry. Okay, I it was so you great though. That the whole that interaction was so fucking great because I was like, "Oh my gosh, she has no idea we're gonna fucking trash this movie." But <laughs> <laughs> it was great. But, uh, but anyway, yeah, I love the interaction with our, our fans. Just, just period over all the, the episodes we've had. Just, but let us know. Just let us know anything you have to talk about, or if we get it wrong, get it right. You love us, you hate us, you want us to fucking die. I, I don't know. So just tell us something, you know. <laughs> but anyway, um, this week we have a special feature that we're going to start uh, maybe doing. I wouldn't say on the regular, but I think we're going to start doing it every so often. A guest top five. And we're going to pick someone from Instagram and have them on and kind of to give their top five movies for the genre we're doing, uh, which kind of gives them a peek into what we're doing for the next week, which I think is kind of cool. So uh, anyway, this first one is for this episode. And our guest this t- this time is uh, Nikki, a.k.a. Whisper My Phone. Welcome, uh, Nikki. Up, Nikki. How's it going? Uh, good. I'm doing Sorry. <laughs> She's like, ah. I'm <laughs> You're right fine. Off You're totally fine. <laughs> No, you're totally fine. Not a big deal at all. Um, but anyway, um, just want, why don't you give us a little history of uh, just how you got into horror and just uh, just kind of who you are a little bit. Uh, my great uncle actually got me into horror. He played Chucky for me and my sister when we were little girls. It scared the shit out of us. He thought it was hilarious. Um, <laughs> Sounds like something I would do to my niece. Yeah, he got, he got us into Chucky. Like, I don't know if we were young. And... Um, after that, he, he 
put on Christine by Stephen King. And then, um, oh, I love that movie. That kind of got me into old cars because he he was you know he worked for uh, GM here in Detroit, and um, he he loved old cars, so he loved that movie especially. So he got me really into Stephen King with that movie. Awesome, Stephen King is one of the best. So yeah, it's a perfect way to get you in. So yeah, yeah. shout out yeah. to Detroit and old yeah. cars. <laughs> Hell yeah! <laughs> Hell yeah! Well, cool. Um, yeah, that's, and it's funny how, you know, mostly like, you know, like the uncle or the grandfather or, you know, some, you know, not mom or dad usually gets people into horror, which I love that. Cause it's like the parents are like, you know, stop that shit. Yeah. <laughs> uh, My parents didn't really care if we watched horror movies or like, well, whatever. Go. Yeah. By the end, some do, some don't. So, you know, mine definitely did. Mine had a big old, just hard on for like, nope, not going to happen. Like, fuck. I, I don't but anyway. I don't <laughs> I just, I set boundaries, though. Oh, yeah. I mean, there's some things just, you know, yeah. like, you know, let's watch a serving film, kids. Fuck that. Yeah, yeah. Throwing yeah. them straight <laughs> to the fire. <laughs> That's going to happen. Uh, well, cool. Well, let's get into the uh, the top five this week. Uh, what do you have for your number five pick for clowns? All right. I'm starting from the bottom. Starting from the bottom. Work to the top. Now we're here. Killer clowns from outer space. Hell yeah! Hmm, good pick. Sorry, I know I know no, it's a classic sorry. for everybody, but um, I've seen it pretty late in life. <laughs> so, <laughs> um, yeah, I I find that film like really it's funny. It's silly to me. Uh, a lot of these films are just they're classics, and yeah, they are. You know, yeah, no, yeah, this is definitely one that I feel like you either hate it or love it. I mean, if it's in your top five, then you still really enjoy it, you know? it's You're still giving uh, a classic movie, you know, it's due diligence. Yes, I totally agree. I laughed the entire time for this film. Like, it was entertaining uh, to me from start to finish. The Like, the, the ice cream truck guys were the funniest <laughs> they are good they are very good <laughs> they're cheesy as hell too which is perfect so they were. <laughs> well cool uh that is definitely a great pick to uh start off your list so excellent uh all right so uh let's move into number four what's your number four pick clown Ooh, clown Ooh, eli roth mm-hmm. huh that movie was badass i wasn't expecting it to be that good yeah, it's got like a lot more like hidden meaning, like because when you just look at it from the outside, it's like, oh, it's it's just a clown movie, but then it's actually got its like a whole backstory yeah. to it. I just love that whole like that like that feeling of being trapped in something that you just can't get off of you, and then you start turning into that. That's like some goosebump shit. Remember that? Episode? <laughs> oh yeah. yeah, the mask episode of Goosebumps. Yeah, yeah. Kevin episode, is definitely in Goosebumps. That brought yeah. me back to when I saw that film. I'm like, <laughs> this is fucking awesome. Yeah, it's a scary concept. This is definitely one of Eli Ross' uh, surprise entries into his uh, his uh, filmography. So, yeah, but cool. All right, well, let's uh, let's move to number three. Pick what's your number three? Three. Uh, drive through. Drive through. Good pick. Okay. Okay. That movie, Jerry. I told you to watch it the other day. You did tell me to. It's amazing. It's not okay. It okay if you haven't seen it before, don't go into it thinking it's this super serious movie. It's not. 
like I know that they they meant to make it that way, but the clown with his silly one-liners as he's about to kill you, uh, just it it's just makes for an entertaining film. It's again to me hilarious. I think it's so funny that a lot of these slashers have like like a lot of the icons have these one-liners, you know, and it's just you really wonder. Well, I mean, it pretty much started with Freddy Krueger, but it, it's just so weird that it's like right before someone kills you, they say something funny. And it's so weird just to imagine that happening in real life. Yeah, the does. beginning alone of drive through is what makes it like it's yeah, the, the beginning alone is hilarious. Yeah, if uh, if movies can start out, you know, strong, I guess that kind of carries the film, you know, throughout the rest, you know, but um yeah, definitely. The, the this movie is one of those that you know, like you said, it's not very, it's a, not a serious film. So uh, you got to kind of carry that through the entire film as you watch it. So, well, cool. Uh, all right, well, let's move on to uh, our number two pick. What's your number two pick? Okay, my number two is Terrifier. Ooh, very good. Mm. Um, no, Terrifier. Um, I wasn't expecting. I'm not going to say it was amazing, but it was it was pretty good. Uh, that scene where he cuts that girl in half, that was so creepy. Oh, yes, very yeah. iconic. Yep, it's, uh, it's very memorable. Oh, definitely. Most that was the best kill out of that whole film. Best kill. I mean, that's you know, and not not saying anything to go too far, but I think it's one of the best like kills like I've seen in a film in a long time. Honestly. Yeah. 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 Exactly. Good way to put it. Yeah, it just stuck with you. So. Yeah, and I've heard David Helen Thornton is just a, a sweetheart and just one of the best people to interview and, and meet and stuff, too. So that makes it even better, you know, and he's a cool guy, so. Yeah, he looks like he'd be a pretty cool guy. Yep, yep. Very cool. Well, um, I think we're already down to number one, so uh, why don't you uh, go ahead and give us your number one pick. Everybody knows. Okay. Anybody who follows me knows that I love Pennywise. Stephen King's It mm-hmm. is my number one. For sure. Very good. Yeah. <laughs> now, now you're talking about the, the, the Tim Curry or the remake? Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm. I, I love Tim Curry's. I definitely do. But I'm I really mm. loving Bill Skarsgård. Mm, okay. He, just, he made like a new, you know, he just made it scarier. He brought, yeah, he brought more of a scary element to it. Which Tim Curry is very, he's very fun. He's just talking shit the whole time. True, true. He does talk a lot of shit in the movie. <laughs> he's scary when he has to be. But mm-hmm. he is just cracking jokes and talking shit the whole film. Which builds kind of like, you know, he's there, but he, he's not like taking over the film, you know. Good, good point, good point. Very good mm-hmm. point. He comes in, when he does come in, he he's scary. Um, but yeah, he's not like taking over the film like Tim did. True. Very true. Cause like I said, Tim, Tim is a very commanding actor. So yeah, you're right. He does kind of, he did kind of command that entire film and kind of run the show, so to speak. So, and I don't think Bill Skarsgård ever played a transvestite either. So he's got that on him. Yeah, that's true. Uh, I mean, you know, you don't want to get behind closed doors. So (laughs) (laughs) you never know. know. (laughs) Well, cool. Well, uh, that's awesome. I've never seen Rocky Horror Picture Show. I've never what? had never interested. <sighs> Blasphemy. Yeah, you I need to watch I, that I, film. I've never seen it. I don't know. I just never. That's, that, that's your, 
That is your homework, Missy. You need to go watch the film like this weekend or this week sometime. Right, yes. Do it right now. You, right now. Interesting <laughs> thing about it. I will watch it. Uh, it has Tim Curry as a transvestite. <laughs> That's all you need to know. <laughs> oh, that. We all know that. <laughs> you see, oh, you see true, Susan Sarandon's boobs, too. There you go. <laughs> yeah, but, <laughs> barely. Barely. Really, like, pause in the perfect spot, you know. <laughs> <laughs> you got to look real hard. <laughs> oh, shit. Well, cool. What? Nikki, thank you so so much for coming on and giving us your uh, your guest top five. Uh, this is our inaugural time, so it's uh, it's new for us. But I hope this will continue uh, to be a staple of the show, and we want to get more people involved and just get uh, get our fans, you know, just uh, more into the show. So this is a great way to do this. And like I said, really appreciate you coming on, and uh, just thank you so much. Well, thank you guys for having me. This is awesome. Yeah, it was a good time. Thanks for coming on. All right. I think that about wraps up everything. Is there uh, is there a shout out you want to give uh, at all right now from anybody or to anybody or? Uh, no. <laughs> oh, wow, I put on the spot there. <laughs> I was trying to think. Okay, yeah, I guess a couple of the um, people who've really been hopping into our um, live feeds. We we're doing Instagram live feeds a lot um, lately, and um, No Bog, yes. my boy Jeffrey, definitely. Yeah, now he. This guy's awesome, man. Um, hold on, let me look up his Instagram so I can actually give it go. correctly. And I actually have one too, so when you finish. Okay. Um. Oh yeah. So Jeffrey, uh, his Instagram handle is nobog nineteen eighty seven. This guy, he, dude, he's so funny. And if you like fucked up shit, you're gonna like him because he's into a lot of fucked up shit. Um. Yeah, he's a great dude. He does Instagram live videos all the time and watches shitty movies. Uh, he just watched a movie called Cannibal Camp or some shit like that, and oh god, that looked awful. Mm, so damn. yeah, uh, Jeffrey, here's a here's one for you, my man. There you go, there you go. Awesome, man. I do. He's a good guy. So really cool. Uh, my shout out goes to a, a lady that has a very kick ass name. She shows up in the uh, live streams all the time. We actually watched. Um, watch the night. Watch the film together. Oh, she showed me Evil Dead again for the first time in a long time. Actually, got me liking the movie again. So I was really crazy. Appreci- I know, dude. Actually, my problem was I got Evil Dead and Evil Dead Two mixed up in my head. So, mm-hmm. so if you go back and listen to some of the older episodes, I kind of trash it. Well, I take that all back. It is a fantastic film. Love it. Bruce Campbell, fucking, he's just the best. Uh, but the lady is Lady McDeath X. Uh, love that name and uh, she's a great person so uh, go check her out and give her some love because she she has resurrected my love for the evil dead so hell yeah oh <laughs> i thought you'd get more excited so about cute. that you excited about that for me <laughs> yes yes there you, yes! There you go boy yeah yeah just spill it out man make it make it happen uh, <laughs> all right that's all you get that, well, yeah, i'll take it though so you know um <laughs> our uh, our socials um you can definitely check us out on instagram at it's a horror podcast uh fuck twitter fuck twitter and uh on facebook uh, it's a horror podcast and uh you can check out my personal is uh old man ghostface and what is yours on instagram i'm slashing captain um also our patron our patreon not patreon our patreon uh, I think it's just, it's a horror podcast. So search us on there. Uh, if you want to support us financially or monetarily, however you say that, um, you know, we would love it, but honestly, we don't really, we don't, we're not gonna sit there and beg for your money. We you know we appreciate it big time. Our two patrons right now, we just, I'm blown away still. I can't even believe that people would want to give us money for this podcast, but, uh, 
we're going to put it right back into the yeah. podcast. You're the real MVP. Seriously. I mean, honestly, you, you are making this show happen, honestly. So we really do appreciate you guys. Uh, but it, honestly, if you want to just support us, you know, even though it's not monetarily, you can, you know, share a post or like, you know, give us rate, rate and review on Apple iTunes or Apple iTunes, Apple podcast, excuse me, uh, or any other uh, podcast apps you, you use, just rate and, and uh, review us or whatever and give us some, give us some love there. Uh, but we really do appreciate everyone listens to the podcast and all the support we get. It's just, I'm blown away still. So, but, uh, you, you want to throw anything on there at all? Nope. Moving along. Uh, it's a fun episode actually. Yeah. It just really good time, man. This was really fun. Um, you know, we had, uh, one of you guys in with us today sat in and, you know, kind of talked a little bit of cl- about clowns with yes. us. And we're looking uh, forward to do a little bit of more of that in the future. Yes. And I think we uh, I think we're going to start, you know, posting a few days beforehand, you know, who's going to be on the on the podcast, kind of giving them some love as well. Still, still working that out, but uh, we'll, we'll see how it pans out. Um, but yeah, also, uh, this may be after the fact, but, you know, I started the episode off as saying my real name. Um, I appreciate everyone that participated in that crazy ass little experiment that I had going on. Uh, the name just turned like, honestly, I was really hoping for this name and it just kind of happened that way. I was really surprised. Nashville almost won. Uh, and you would have been very happy about that too. So, uh, I'm so ashamed of all of you that did not vote for Nashville. Um, I'm tickled in the worst way possible. Um, this will probably take me a couple of months to get over, but uh, I guess the cards are dealt. I guess it is the way it is. But Wes Moody Hall is my name. Um, I'm going to have to wait to get it changed. I have some litigation going on otherwise. So as soon as that all gets wrapped up, I want to uh, get that all done and get everything changed up. So uh, people already call me Wes, which I think is fantastic. I think you sent me a package in the mail uh, for my birthday with uh, with Wes on it. So that was really cool. So I did. If, yep, I was very excited to see. This. I was like, oh my god, here it is the first part, the first piece of mail I got with my name on it. So uh, I was very Woo-hoo! very excited about that. Now I'm actually going to post that tomorrow. Uh, what you got me. Of course, this is after the fact, so you've already seen the post, so it's badass. But uh, if you haven't seen it, go check it out because oh, yeah. it's cool as fuck. So, uh, anyway, so I, I guess that's our uh, show. That's chapter 12 in the books. I cannot believe we're at chapter 12. Chapter 13, we're going bankrupt next week, baby. Hell yeah. Oh, here we go. Baker's Dozen that, next that's week. That's right, baby. I can't wait. So, uh, so why don't you go and tell us? Last week, we forgot to actually tease that it's going to be clowns. So, why don't you tease us and tell us what uh, next week's going to be there, my, my boy? All right. So I was thinking it's been a while since we've done a style of film as opposed to a certain genre. Mm. Now, how does anthology films sound? Damn, I like that idea a lot. Yes. Hell yeah. So for people that don't know, anthology films are pretty much one film with a bunch of mini stories in it, sometimes kind of wrapped all together to, you know, make a make a whole movie at the end, you know. Um, but yeah, man, I think anthologies will make a really fun episode. I think we'll too. I'm fully aware of what's out there and I'm excited to kind of formulate a top five. Dude, I can't wait. I'm excited. It's going to be a good time. Hell yeah. Well, again, thank you for joining us uh, on this, uh, the eve of my 40th birthday. We're now exactly 36 minutes from me becoming hashtag old as fuck. So uh, <laughs> uh, we're going to, we're going to jump on the live stream here in a minute and to everyone that jumped on, we thank you because it's already happened. So, <laughs> hey, we had a great time. <laughs> so, exactly. So, uh, anyway, we're going to get out of here. Um, we'll see you next week. My name is Wes. I'm Kevin. And we'll see you next time. See you.
I won't.